and welcome to the Vinvesta Crisps podcast. I am Harmus Patakia. Exchange traded funds or ETFs. We've heard and read a lot about ETFs. In fact, we at Vinvesta have done a lot of work pertaining to ETFs and you can find that on our podcasts as well as our website. But the theme of today's episode is not ETFs in general but the various kinds of ETFs. Newer investment themes have emerged in today's times such as clean energy, cybersecurity, robotics and even artificial intelligence. There's so many of them. But before you wonder do such themes have ETFs too? The answer is yes, they do. As compared to other countries, ETFs are very popular in the US and joining us to talk about these thematic ETFs is Vinvesta's co-founder and president Pratik Jain. Good to have you back with us Pratik. Thanks Armas, always a pleasure being on this podcast. Let's start off with a basic question Pratik. Just can you explain to our listeners what thematic ETFs are? Sure. By now we are all probably aware what ETFs themselves are. An ETF is a pool of instruments, right, which tracks an underlying sector or an index or a theme. And mm-hmm. today we focus on the theme part. Right? The theme can be a trend in the market. It could also be as a particular sector or a significant investment opportunity, right, following a popular trend. When you make an ETF which focuses on that particular theme, it becomes a thematic ETF. It's as simple as that. Right. And just as I mentioned, right, there are themes that can be anything, right? It can be metals, gold, clean energy, or anything on those lines as well. Right. But more popular thematic ETFs have been tracking something more trending themes or developments in the market. For example, it could be electric vehicles you know, as a theme. Even crypto is now going to have an ETF soon, mm-hmm. I've heard, and so on. Right. So how are these thematic ETFs different? from a regular ETF or do they differ in parameters or they are more or less just the same? Well, the underlying fundamental for thematic ETFs is still an ETF. What we know as ETF in general is our broad-based ETFs, which are usually index trackers. We want to invest in S&P 500. How do we do that? We do it with an ETF. So our concept in general, when we talk about ETF, we refer more and more to an index tracker. While thematic ETFs usually do not have an underlying index, some of them do, but they usually do not have an underlying index, but they track a particular segment or a theme, as I said before. That's the major difference. They, of course, are not broad-based, so they carry the risk of a particular segment or theme, while broad-based ETFs are more diversified and they may carry a lot more stocks than thematic ETFs would have as constituents in the basket. So would it not be wrong to say that thematic ETFs are more cyclical in nature as compared to a regular ETF? That would not be wrong. For most of the industries or most of the themes that a particular ETF is tracking, it has some sort of a cyclical nature. Right. So can you these are also high growth ETFs, right? So the interest usually arises in the popular themes. The investors want to target high growth sectors and themes. And that is how the momentum starts in some of these thematic ETFs. Is going to see the, some of those underlying stocks or segments have been giving returns which are higher than the benchmark S&P 500 returns. A fund house would launch a thematic ETF based on that theme and then investors try to get some exposure to that ETF to be able to participate in that growth. So taking that point forward, can you describe some of the different thematic ETFs that are popular in the US? I'm sure our listeners would be keen to know that. There are a bunch of thematic ETFs now. Some of them For example, on cloud computing, there is an ETF called First Trust Cloud Computing ETF, symbol SKYY. It invests in 
as the name suggests, in cloud computing companies. Now, cloud computing is a very broad term, right? For example, even Microsoft and Amazon are part of the holdings because they have, you know, Microsoft Azure or Amazon AWS are part of cloud computing, but they also have some very specific companies in the holding like Digital Ocean, MongoDB, Pure Storage that are part of this ETF as well. And it's a diversified year. It has about 66 holdings overall. Another interesting one or a set of interesting ETFs, a thematic ETF, are the ARK ETFs. Now, the ARC are some of the very few actively managed ETFs in the US. And the fund manager, Catherine Woods, in this case, you know, manages a bunch of these ETFs. They're dynamically balanced based on, you know, as I said, they're actively managed. So within the theme itself, they keep changing and rebalancing their portfolio very frequently in certain cases. Now, one of the most popular of the ARC ETFs is the ARC Innovation ETF, which is ARKK, which invests in disruptive innovation, as they like to call it, which are new products or services that can dramatically shift how the world works. And these includes genomic stocks, you know, new energy companies, which could be electric energy, automation technology, and so on. Some of the holdings include Tesla, Teledoc Health, Coinbase recently as well, and Robinhood also was added, I believe, just after the IPO in this. Then there are other thematic ETFs like Robotics and Intelligence ETFs, BOTS, which as the name suggests, invests in robotics and it's a very futuristic looking ETF. There is a cybersecurity ETF called CIBR. That's the first trust NASDAQ cybersecurity ETF. There are clean energy ETFs, ICLN, which has been extremely popular in the last few years, is a semiconductor bull ETF, SOXL, mm -hmm. which provides exposure to semiconductor stocks, including Qualcomm, Texas Instrument, NVIDIA, AVGU, and so on. So those have been you know, some of the very popular ETFs in the last, let's say, three to four years horizon. And just as a standard disclaimer that we use in every episode, the names that Pratik has mentioned, yes, all of these are available on Vidvesta's platform, but the names that Pratik has listed are only for information purposes and not a recommendation of sorts. So if you do wish to invest in these ETFs, please do carry out your own due diligence before making any such decisions. But Pratik, I'm sure even with a standard ETF, there would be certain risks. So I'm pretty sure even with a thematic ETF, there would be plenty of risks that would be associated. So are there some kind of risks that are associated with investing in such kind of ETFs as compared to a regular one? Sure. So one thing, of course, is thematic ETFs are, they focus a lot on a single theme. So they have a very concentrated portfolio of stocks. So mm -hmm. if the sector performs badly, the whole ETF can underperform the benchmark as well. So it's a very concentrated risk. Some of these themes can be very exotic as well. And they could be high growth themes for some to a certain amount of time. But if you look at the average PE ratios of the underlyings in these ETFs, they will look pretty inflated. Of course, historical performance does not indicate how the future might look for these ETFs. So there are risks associated with going into those ETFs just on the performance basis. But also a lot of these ETFs carry a slightly higher fee just because they invest in less number of stocks and more exotic stocks. We've seen on average 50 basis to 60 basis points of expense ratio for thematic ETFs. I was just going to ask you whether thematic ETFs are more expensive as compared to a regular one. You just answered that in your previous answer. And last question, Pratik, there would be investors who would be very excited when they hear of themes like the ones that you've mentioned in this episode. But they may not have the time, they would not have the kind of risk appetite to go for it. What kind of a risk appetite should an investor have before he thinks of investing in such an ETF? Sure, I mean, this is not an investment advice again, but 
it largely depends on the goals. If you're looking for diversifying the portfolio beyond just a benchmark index, or you may believe that the economy as a whole might not do well, but certain themes and sectors are going to outperform the market. For those investors, it might make sense to consider the thematic ETFs. The risk profile basis, it's uh, do not put all your eggs in one basket. That has been our you know, general thesis from day one. And diversification is the name of the game here. So putting a part of your portfolio or delving into thematic ETFs to start with is a good idea, but thematic ETFs become more and more relevant as your experience in investing grows. Right. We should keep that advice in mind every time when somebody looks to make such kind of an investment. But Pratik, it was great having you today. Thank you so much for taking time out. I know it's been a really crazy day for you. So thank you so much for sparing time and answering our queries. I'm sure investors would be very knowledgeable after listening to this episode. Thank you so much for sparing time. Thanks, Armaz. It was a pleasure again. And to listeners who tuned in, thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Investor Crisps podcast. There's lots coming your way. So do follow us on our social media handles. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the Investor Crisps podcast.